In Wiltshire, England sits a prehistoric monument of epic proportions, featuring a ring of standing stones, each around 13 feet high, 7 feet wide, and weighing about 25 tons. Stonehenge is a household name, shrouded in folklore and fame. Constructed between 3000 BC and 2000 BC, it has been legally protected since 1882 and was made a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1986. It's an awe-inspiring and curious site for sure. And if we ever do a See the World podcast, Stonehenge will be on the shortlist. But what if you can't make the road trip to England to take in these stone wonders for yourself? Well, don't worry, because here in the States, we have our very own tribute to this magnificent monument, one that dates back 33 years and has replaced 25-ton stones with cars. And you only have to go as far as Nebraska to see it. I'm Jason Epperson, and this is the See America podcast. From coast to coast, we see America one mile at a time, discovering stops along the way that are eclectic, historic, ridiculous, breathtaking, inspiring, and humbling. This week, Carhenge, the 38-car tribute to England's Stonehenge in Alliance, Nebraska. This great destination is brought to you by Road Trippers, America's number one road trip planning app. Road Trippers helps people discover the world around them in an entirely new way by streamlining discovery, planning, booking, and navigation. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com, then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com. There is no shortage of unusual road trip destinations in America. We've even covered a few of them here on the podcast, Cadillac Ranch in Texas, the International UFO Museum and Research Center in New Mexico, the Spam Museum in Minnesota. But a monument made entirely of cars and dedicated to one of the most infamous monuments in the world, well, that's pretty much the epitome of roadside kitsch. Created in 1987 by Jim Reinders, Carhenge, yes, Carhenge, Rising proudly over the Great Plains of Nebraska is one of those love-it-or-hated attractions. It was the subject of David Liban's 2005 documentary, Carhenge, Genius or Junk, and it's listed in dozens of travel books, including Atlas Obscura and 1,000 Places to See in the USA and Canada Before You Die. But why Carhenge and why in Nebraska? With the history of how this replica came to be, here's Abigail Trebu. Jim Reinders spent seven years in England prior to creating Carhenge. While there, he had the opportunity to study the design and the purpose of Stonehenge, fostering a lifelong interest in the subject. Reinders eventually returned to the States, taking up residence in Houston and working as an oil consultant. In 1982, he lost his father. While gathered with family and friends in Alliance, Nebraska, a seed of an idea emerged. The family sat forth discussing a memorial in honor of their patriarch and Reinders' idea of a Stonehenge replica built on the farm where his father lived was born. The family agreed to gather again in five years for a family reunion and to bring the new Stonehenge to life. 
The group kept its word, and on the summer solstice of 1987, they had a dedication complete with champagne, poetry, songs, and a play written by the family. Only it wasn't Stonehenge they would complete. It would be Carhenge. Citing the cost of moving 25-ton stones to the family's farm as the reason for the switch, Reinders opted for more cost-effective automobiles from the 1950s and 60s, including a pickup truck and an ambulance. The automobiles were all purchased from local dealers around Alliance and cost around $100 each. Drawing on the seven years of knowledge Reinders acquired while living in England, Carhenge is laid out almost exactly like its inspiration. Featuring 38 automobiles, all spray-painted gray, Carhenge is 96 feet in diameter, with some vehicles placed in the earth, trunk end down, and held upright in pits that are five feet deep. Automobiles used to form the arches had to be welded into place to keep them together. Carhenge even has its own famed heelstone just outside the entrance. Only here, the heelstone is a 1962 Cadillac. In addition to the replica, three cars lay buried in the sand at Carhenge. Their gravestone, also a car, reads, Here lie three bones of foreign cars. They served our purpose while Detroit slept. Now Detroit is awake and America's great. Carhenge wasn't always the popular attraction it is today. Shortly after construction, the project was picked up by the local paper, and Reinders is quoted as saying his wife considered the idea stupid. While the sheriff told the paper it was an eyesore. We had some calls come in. They were wondering what was happening, the sheriff reported. From the feedback I get, they're disappointed about the looks of it. An eyesore would probably be the name for it. But despite the lack of enthusiasm from his partner and the lukewarm community reception, Reinders was not discouraged. Some people are laughing at it. Some people think it's interesting. But I bet you anyone will have to drive a long way to see another one like this. As far as I know, this will be the only one in the United States like this. Reinders was right. There's only one car hinge, and it has become a not-to-be-missed attraction if you find yourself anywhere near Alliance, Nebraska. Over the years, other automobile sculptures have been added to the location, and car hinge is now home to the Car Art Reserve, whose first sculpture was a spawning salmon created by then 29-year-old Canadian Jeff Sandhurst. Eventually, Reinders would go on to donate the 10-acre farm to the Friends of Carhenge, who installed a parking lot, picnic area, and an educational display board to meet the demands of increasing popularity. 
a fact made all the more true when Carhenge found itself in the path of totality of the August 21st, 2017 solar eclipse. An estimated 4,000 people viewed the eclipse from the site, and Reinders says that at the time of Carhenge's creation, he had no idea it was built in the shadow of an eclipse that would appear 30 years later. This episode of See America was written and narrated by Abigail Trebue and hosted by me, Jason Epperson. If you like the show, we'd love a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'd also like to invite you to follow the See America podcast on Instagram and Facebook and join the See America Facebook group where we chat about some of America's greatest road trip destinations. If you're a national park lover, we hope you'll also check out the America's National Parks podcast or come listen to Abigail and me talk about our life on the road with our three boys on the RV Miles podcast. This great destination was brought to you by Road Trippers, America's number one road trip planning app. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com, then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com. <laughs>